Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Family Sanctuary, a show that inspires living the gospel message in word and deed within our families. And now, Family Sanctuary with host Peggy Hartshorn. Welcome to Family Sanctuary, focusing on life-giving relationships in the family. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn, chairman of Heartbeat International that advances life-affirming pregnancy help around the world. And we're focusing now at Family Sanctuary on a series of programs on issues surrounding the dignity of the person, especially on abortion. With the fall of Roe v. Wade uh, last year, abortion is again front and center. And there are efforts in almost every state, including ours, to make abortion a right in our state constitution. So now's the time to understand the truth about abortion, the science and also what our church teaches, because there's so many lies that you will be hearing. And you probably have already heard in the media, online, and even perhaps from family and friends. So now is the time to learn and share the truth in love for the sake of the mothers and the babies. So today our program is on the question, is abortion really safer than childbirth? And this is something that I've heard, having been involved in the pro-life movement since 1973. This lie, let me tell you right ahead, (laughs) right up front, it is a lie. Is abortion safer than childbirth? The answer is not, yes, abortion is safer. The answer is no, (laughs) abortion is not at all safer than childbirth. So, but it's difficult, I think, for us to find Uh, even the evidence, the science, the arguments, and understand how the other side is even able to make that statement. So our guest today, um, I'm I'm so happy to welcome our guest, who's truly an expert in this field, Dr. Brent Bowles. Welcome, Dr. Bowles. Thank you. It's good to be with you. (laughs) Thank you again for being with us. And just to let our listeners know that we're going to have a series of programs with Dr. Bowles. And uh, one already in our podcast is uh, a program on how safe is abortion. We're going to be pursuing that in additional programs. Uh, So, and, And that's related to our topic today. Now, Dr. Bowles is a practicing obstetrician and gynecologist. He has been for over 25 years. He's board certified and in addition to private practice, he also holds academic appointments at two medical colleges. He served the pro-life community for many years, was a pregnancy center medical director uh, from 2008 to 21. And in 2014, he started becoming an expert witness for various states as they were looking at legislation. Uh, He served as a pro-life expert witness in federal courts when the abortion industry has challenged state laws requiring inclusion of the abortion pill reversal information in informed consent. Uh, Dr. Bowles is now also the medical director of Heartbeat International's Abortion Pill Reversal Network, and there are programs in our podcasts on that subject. His book, Supremely Wrong, The Injustice of Abortion, is now in print. He lives in Florida and continues to work as an OBGYN in addition to his pro-life efforts. So, Dr. Bowles, um, again, welcome. And let's just dive into this question that has bothered me since I first got involved in pro-life back in 1973. Even then, they were telling the lie that abortion is safer than childbirth. And it was very, very difficult to find 
ways of responding to that. We know it's a lie, but how can we respond to that argument? Or that well, lie, I should say. <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, your listener needs to understand uh, some definitions. You know, what what is considered a maternal mortality? How is that tracked? What is an abortion mortality? And how is that tracked? Um, and what what is the best way to look objectively at data like this and, and come to some legitimate conclusions. And I think we can accomplish that pretty easily. Good. And so, just, I, I should have said in introducing, is abortion safer than childbirth for the mother? Because, of course, I, it's a given that for babies, uh, abortion is almost always 100% fatal. We have a few cases where infants have survived. And now we have abortion pill reversal, which is phenomenal. Uh, and, and our listeners, again, can look at podcasts uh, of this program on that. But we're talking about abortion pill and abortion, uh, surgical abortions in the safety for the mothers, maternal safety. So thank you for that, Dr. Bowles. Yes. Yes, that, that goes without saying. Mm-hmm. You know, we all realize that virtually 100% of the babies whose mothers choose abortion, you know, are, are lost. Right. So it's the only so-called medical procedure where 50% of the humans involved die, and that's the intention. Um, mm. that's, that's, I have a hard time agreeing with people who say it's just a medical procedure or it's legitimate health care. You know, legitimate healthcare doesn't intentionally kill human beings, mm-hmm. uh, right. but abortion does. So, it, you know, abortion or maternal mortality is an important statistic. You know, we need to understand, you know, what happens. Why do some women die uh, during pregnancy or soon thereafter? And, you know, what things can we do to reduce the risk of that devastating occurrence? Um, so the CDC tracks uh, the deaths of pregnant women, and they require reporting from all 50 states. So they do this by analyzing death certificates, and they do it by analyzing reports that are submitted to the, to the CDC from the states. So any woman who dies from the time her pregnancy test is known to be positive until at least six weeks after the delivery, and some, some researchers track for up to a year after a delivery or end of a pregnancy. Um, any woman who dies is, you know, that is listed as um, a, a, an abortion, or an abortion, it is listed as a maternal mortality. Uh, now, some, some deaths occur because of a complication with the pregnancy, but obviously some pregnant women have car wrecks, some are the victims of domestic violence. Some are just, you know, murdered outright or some commit suicide. These are all deaths that occur during a pregnancy. And, you know, that data is considered in the, in the, uh, in the final analysis. <clears throat> but where, where you begin to get the problem is that some abortions on death certificates the woman was pregnant and the fact that there was a pregnancy involved, you know, in the, in that time period categorizes her as a maternal mortality, but the death certificate will rarely say that it was during or as the result of an abortion or that the pregnancy had ended an abortion before the woman died. So a lot of mortalities that occur during or after an abortion 
are categorized as a maternal mortality, but are never reported as an abortion mortality. Dr. So that's Bulls, one problem. I, I, I think, I, let me ask a clarification here, because sure. I've also often heard that women who have abortions and then have complications, uh, and even some complications that may end in death, do not go back to the abortionist. They usually go to an emergency room. And That's so correct. so you're saying that, uh, of course, I don't even know whether the abortionist would would uh, list it as a maternity, a maternal mortality due to the abortion. But because women don't go back to the abortionist, sometimes these situations you're saying uh, that actually lead to their deaths as a result of the abortions, they're never even linked to the abortion at all officially. Correct. Okay. More than the good data that shows that more than 60% of complications after a particular type of abortion are cared for by the woman's private gynecologist or by an emergency room and are not involved, do not involve the abortion doctor. So the abortion doctor may not even know. And even if he does know, he may not report it because there's no enforcement of reporting requirements. Right. So you need to, the listener needs to understand as well how abortion statistics are reported to the CDC. And for any listeners that might be on the other side of this issue who don't believe what I'm saying, uh, what I'm about to say, go to the Guttmacher website, the Guttmacher Institute. The Guttmacher Institute is the research arm of Planned Parenthood. What I'm about to say comes from their website. It doesn't come from a pro-life organization. So before you accuse me of making things up, <laughs> go check out your own sources. So the Guttmacher Institute's webpage has a lot of information on different ways of reporting in different states. So we have 50 states in the United States of America. Um, of those, four states report no abortion statistics of any kind to the CDC. Uh, one of those is California, you know, the most populous state in the country. Uh, they don't report anything. They don't report abortion numbers. They don't report the ages or the gestational ages of women having abortions. They don't report ethnicities or reasons. They report nothing, especially complications and deaths. So four states report nothing. 2018 um, other states do report some information, some different demographic facts, but they don't report complications or deaths. So a total of 22 out of 50 states report nothing about complications or deaths. Uh, mm. to the CDC. Wow. Of the how, can, how can they do that, Dr. Bowles? D the, the CDC doesn't require it, apparently. Its compliance is just voluntary, right? Yes. Compliant, mm. Well, it, you have to get Congress to agree to force mandatory reporting. And of course, Congress has always supposed anything effective about abortion. Mm -hmm. So um, you'll never you know, it's it's highly unlikely that we'll ever have a federal requirement that this be treated. The the abortion industry desperately wants to be thought of as legitimate health care, but you're never going to have a requirement on a federal level that it actually be treated like the rest of legitimate health care. Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. thank um, you. The so 22 states report nothing. 
the 28 states that do report complications and deaths voluntarily uh, or have requirements on the state level that those in those numbers be reported, they have no enforcement mechanism. The abortionists aren't audited. Emergency room records aren't audited in any way to see if all the abortion complications are being uh, reported. Um, and not out of willful deception, but just out of an awareness of the requirements or how to do it, ER doctors who see abortion complications very rarely report anything and frequently just code it as if it's a, a pregnancy, a, a miscarriage-related issue, not an abortion-related issue. So there's very inaccurate coding. So in 2012, two abortionists and abortion researchers, Dr. Raymond and Dr. Grimes, published their uh, paper that has been used and abused and um you know, by just about everybody in the abortion industry over the 11 years since it came out, which concluded that abortion was 14 times safer than childbirth, that you are 14 times more likely to die from having a baby than you are from having an abortion. So there's one glaring, the, the first glaring problem. I started to say there's one glaring problem, but there are many with that paper. The first glaring problem is on its first page when it claims to have reviewed comprehensive data on abortion and maternal deaths, abortion deaths and maternal deaths from all 50 states. No such data set exists mm. anywhere in the United States. Dr. Grimes, they're, they're, they're... we're just about halfway through. May I reintroduce you and our topic for those who maybe just joined us. Our expert today is Dr. Brent Bowles, a practicing OBGYN for more than 25 years. He is also, not only has he been involved in pro-life as a medical director of pregnancy centers since 2008, but he has become also uh, an expert witness in federal courts uh, for the pro-life data and evidence that he's presenting to us today, as well as uh, being an expert in five malpractice cases. So Dr. Bowles, still a practicing OBGYN, is speaking to us today, uh, giving us all kinds of very helpful information about the lie that abortion is actually safer than childbirth for women. And Dr. Bowles has been talking about a, a notorious study published in 2012, which stated that abortion is 14 times safer than childbirth. He's explaining why that is such a lie. Thank you, Dr. Bowles. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So um, the authors claims to have reviewed comprehensive data from all 50 states uh, regarding abortion mortality. Um, no such data set exists. Mm. There, there is no comprehensive, consistent set of data and, you know, I've brought this up. I, I once brought it up in the deposition I was giving, uh, actually, for uh, the attorney. I was uh, serving as an expert for the attorney general in the state of Ohio uh, earlier this spring. And I was deposed by an attorney that had been retained by Planned Parenthood. And he challenged what I had said about the risks of abortion mortality um, and started to... Um, 
lecture me on how I was wrong, that the CDC, the CDC had comprehensive data from all 50 states. And I said, no, they don't. The Guttmacher Institute website shows that 22 states report no statistics on deaths. He said, well, the CDC has other ways of collecting the data. They look at obituaries. <laughs> uh, excuse me? Do, how many obituaries has anyone in the world ever seen where it said Jane Smith, age 23, died while having an abortion? She is survived by her mother, her father. No, those are not in that kind of information isn't in obituaries. You can't say that that's comprehensive, objective data. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just it's ridiculous. It, there's so much about this issue that just is doesn't just border on ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So you can't comment on comprehensive mortality data. Uh, from the United States, the, the the data set like that doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, the the minority, the twenty two out of fifty states, the states in the minority of states that report nothing, they perform more than sixty percent of the abortions. They have more than sixty percent of the abortion clinics. So the majority of abortions are being performed by states that report no data on complications or deaths to the CDC. There is no comprehensive data in the United States. But there is a way to look at this issue and to get objective data. And that's by employing a method called record linkage, where you look at death certificates and link them to the healthcare record uh, and really dive into it and see, did they have a pregnancy? Did that pregnancy deliver? Did they have a miscarriage? Did they have an ectopic pregnancy? Did they have an abortion? By looking at record linkage to see all the elements, uh, you can you can really get this done. And has that been done anywhere? Yes, it has been. Now I'm not, not in the fan. United States, though. Is that correct? No, not in the United States. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the concept of socialized health care where there's a single payer funded by the government that has centralized control and all of that. That's There's a lot of reasons why I'm not in favor of that. But countries that have that, like Finland, for example, they have a central payment mechanism. They have centralized control of the health care. They keep all the records in one database of all of the interactions that each of their citizens has with the healthcare system. And with regard to this issue, those records include whether or not they were pregnant, whether or not they got prenatal care or had a miscarriage or had an ectopic or had a delivery or had an abortion. So you can, they have, uh, a researcher in Finland has done a number of different papers looking at many aspects of this issue. And one of her papers compared the risk of death uh, following an abortion to the risk of death following a delivery. So her 100,000 deliveries, the risk of death, the 28 women out of 100,000 would die after a delivery. 83 women out of 100,000 would die after an abortion. Wow. 28 so, women in this Finland study would die as a result of giving birth. Out of 100,000 women giving birth, 28 would die, but 83 women would die following an abortion. 
of the yes. 100,000. Right. Mm -hmm. According to record linkage data analysis, for every 100,000 women who had a delivery, 28 of them died. For every 100,000 women who had an abortion, 83 of them died. Mm. Mm. So that that is the best objective data in the world that looks at the actual comparison of how likely are you to die if you have a baby and how likely are you to die if you have an abortion. Mm -hmm. Now, there will be those who say, oh, well, some of those um, some of those deaths in Finland were from suicide that the women committed after the abortion. And I'm, you know, that's not an, that's not an abortion related cause. I disagree. You to, in order to ignore the mortality data, you also have to ignore the mental health data that women are far more likely to commit suicide after an abortion than they are if they've never had an abortion. Mm hmm. And we so, will be we will be doing another program on the emotional complications of abortion, and we can go into that in more depth. We absolutely mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. So, so there's record record linkage data is the best way to look at this type of question. There is a data set in the world that exists uh, that has done that, and it completely contradicts the 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 two results are the two supposed results are so vastly different. There's just no middle ground mm -hmm. to say that abortions to say that a delivery is 14 times more likely to kill you than an abortion, but then to then to have another data set that says no, the abortion's four times more likely to kill you than the delivery. You know, there's there's no middle ground here. One is right and one is wrong, and mm -hmm. I know which one I believe is right. Sure. And I'm not saying that because I'm pro-life. I'm saying that because I've looked at the data. And Dr. Bowles, uh, one organization we haven't mentioned yet on this program is the American Association of Pro-Life OBGYNs, APLOG, yeah. which actually yes. was a breakoff group from the uh, the bigger association of OBGYNs uh, that because they wouldn't allow any difference of opinion <laughs> within their professional organization. So APLOG was formed. They have a wonderful website and resource page. Um, is is this study that you, it, do they have a paper that also gives details uh, like you have provided here about why we can't believe this statement that abortion is 14 times safer than childbirth? Is this something we yes. can find on the APLOG page? Yes, mm -hmm. under go to aaplog.org, and at the top of the page, click on the resources tab. Near the top of that drop-down menu, you'll see committee opinions, and you'll see bulletins. Check those libraries out. All of those documents are available, public access at no charge to anybody that wants them, and you'll find the data that I'm talking about. Wonderful. You'll find and, and I know that you also recommend a book that I've ordered from Amazon that's excellent also in summarizing the kinds of research that the other side wants to keep us from. <laughs> and that book is called Complications, Abortion's Impact yes. on Women. And it is yes. available. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I, I have a copy of that as well. I used, uh, used that as... Uh, uh, a, a significant resource in preparing the talks that I gave last week at the mm -hmm. Heartbeat Conference. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, it's an, a, a thorough, objective analysis of many of the aspects of abortion and its effects on women and society around the world. 
And Dr. Um, Bowles, we only have about three more minutes in the program, unfortunately, but I remember you saying also that um, uh, although, of course, the other side is promoting abortion up to the time of birth of the baby, it's terrible. That's part of what they want to do in the state of Ohio, too, with making it an unrestricted right. Uh, Abortions in later trimesters of pregnancy, later months of pregnancy, the risk of death really goes up. As yes. as as the as the weeks of the pregnancy proceed, correct? Yes. 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 So here's what your listener needs to understand. There was an article published in the American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, which is a pro-abortion journal, a peer-reviewed article published in that journal in 2004 that says for every week of pregnancy past eight weeks, each additional week to have an abortion at each additional week gestational age the risk of dying from that abortion goes up by 38%. Wow. So if you have an abortion nine weeks, you're 38% more likely to die from a complication than at eight weeks. Ten Dr. weeks. Bowles, unfortunately, th- we're going to have to conclude because we are out of time. Every time we talk to you, we could go on and on. You're, the information you're providing is just crucial. So thank you so much for being our guest. And please uh, look in Family Sanctuary Archives podcast at stgabrielradio.com and find other programs on the topic. Search the topic of abortion. You will find Dr. Bowles' presentations, and we're going to have more from Dr. Bowles in the future. So thank you so much, Dr. Bowles, for being our guest. This is the Family Sanctuary. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn, and we're broadcast every Saturday at 4 o'clock and Sundays at 2. So join us again to strengthen our families and make them sanctuaries of life as God intends. Family Sanctuary is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of Family Sanctuary with Peggy Hartshorn are available at stgabrielradio.com. Then he